0: That sometimes your life or those of a loved one are complicated and out of control? You're not alone. Welcome to In the Ring with Mia, featuring five time world and international boxing champion Mia St. John. Mia and her guests will share stories and invite open discussions about topics that need to be discussed. You'll be empowered to find help or be help. Now, here's your host, Mia St. John.
1: Welcome
2: everyone, you're in the ring with Mia and I'm your host, Mia St. John. So we have a great show lined up for you today. Uh, We're going to be talking mental health uh, for for Mental Health Awareness Month, um, which is uh, the entire month of May and I'll be addressing a lot of your questions and you can also call in today with your questions to eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. And then we'll be checking in with Dr. Lawrence Bridkin for our weekly coronavirus update and his weekly tips. So stay tuned. So okay, I'm just gonna be like talking off the cuff today because I don't have a script lined up um, um I do have a degree in psychology, but I am by no means a doctor. So all I can do is tell you my experience, um, which is far greater than my education. Um, but I learned so much just having, having a child and raising a child with schizophrenia. Um, my 24-year-old son... Uh, was diagnosed at 17, and, but we went through an entire lifetime, it feels like, with in and out of doctors and medications and therapies and um, any parent out there that has raised a child with a mental illness knows um, what goes along with that, and my son took his life at the age of 24 in a mental health facility. Um, So I have dealt with PTSD uh, from the death of my son and, I mean, along with that, I was diagnosed... These are... I'm going to give you a list of all my diagnoses. Okay. So, uh, let's start with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, GAD, generalized anxiety disorder. Um, panic disorder, um, addiction, um, alcoholism. <laughs> so, and I myself have been through a series of meds and doctors, and but don't get discouraged, um, when you think of all these, um, mental disorders because. While some of them can lead a person to be incapable of, of functioning um, on a high level. That's totally false. You can still function, and even on a high level. Um, there's people with schizophrenia that get degrees. Um, I myself got a degree. I became a five-time world boxing champion. Um, I accomplished everything I ever wanted in life, despite everything I was diagnosed with. And in fact, I think it actually, my um, illnesses are what helped me become a five-time world champion. Um, So I don't want anyone out there getting discouraged because there's hope for everybody. And I mean everybody. Um, And there is a difference between even though we say mental health and it's Mental Health Awareness Month, there is a difference between mental health and mental illness. Um, because while people could suffer from depression or anxiety, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're mentally ill. Like, I don't consider myself mentally ill, even though I have, I've had all these diagnoses. Um, but I'll tell you, like, there are times when I feel sicker than my normal, my normal sick self, <laughs> but no, my normal, um, my normal self, because there are months, like, when my, or years, I should say, because it doesn't, it's not ongoing. I think the generalized anxiety disorder is ongoing. But my panic disorder, my OCD is not ongoing. That's intermittent. And during those times, if it gets really bad, um, I can hear voices. And they're not external voices. Some, sometimes they are. Sometimes they are if it gets really bad. Um, but usually, I've, I've over the years, I've gone through this so much, so I pretty much know that with altering my medication or adding medication or changing certain certain lifestyle habits I can um I can adjust and eventually within months get back to wellness. So it's just a matter of like adjusting my lifestyle uh certain things I'm doing, like I relapsed after 30 years of sobriety um, after my ex-husband passed away, which was the father of my son. And a lot of you know I'm Christoph St. John from The Young and the Restless, um, who suffered from bipolar and alcoholism. So, after that, um, I went on a drinking binge, and then that triggered... Um, the anxiety, the panic, and it got so bad um, that I started hearing the voices. Now, so I went through a series of, like, altering my medication. We changed my medication. But, a, but the lifestyle changes I had to make were that I had to get sober. I mean, I just had to because what the alcohol was doing was raising my anxiety level, um, to tenfold. So I know that that's something that I cannot do. You know, I cannot consume alcohol if I want to stay mentally well. Um, so that's one thing I did. And um, because I retired from boxing, like I no longer uh, exercise the same amount. I still exercise every day. I have to do it every day, but it wasn't to the degree that I was doing it when I was boxing. And I realized that I don't, while well, I don't need to go to the same level that I did as a fighter, I still need to get to a certain level. I have to exercise every day till my heart is pumping and I'm feeling that exhilaration from my workout. That, so I have to get to that point. And that's just me, I'm not saying everybody. But that's just for me. I have to get to that point um, of exercise that I'm breathing heavy and, like, I have to get that adrenaline rush. Um, where it, whether it be from running or sparring or whatever, I have to get that feeling in order to stay mentally well. So, there's a lot of things that I had to do. My eating habits had to change. Um, because I started not eating as well after the passing of Kristoff, and drinking and just all these, like, bad habits, and so I had to change all that. Um, So, and there's other things that help, just, you know, um, the fellowship of my AA meetings, um, which has been really difficult, I know, during the coronavirus because... You know, we can't go to meetings, and Zoom's not the same, and I get it, um, but it's still important to reach out to people um, and to make sure that that we're staying connected, because I know as an alcoholic, like, we want to be reclusive <laughs> and we want to hide, but it's important not to do that. So, um, let... I want to go into some of your questions because um, it's important because I I, I get a lot of questions on social media and I can't always answer them. Um, So what I try to do is write them down so I can answer them on the show because I know that there's probably a lot of people out there that are suffering and would want to know what the answers are. So let's start with, uh, let's start with, okay, there's one from Rebecca that I got on Twitter and she says, one of my questions would be if you take any vitamins or supplements to aid your health and mental health. Um, So, Rebecca, uh, yes, I do. I take vitamin C every single day of my life. And not because that's just to stay uh, physically healthy. And I know that there's a lot more supplements that I need to be taking or should be taking, but just out of pure laziness, I don't. I take my meds every morning with my vitamin C, and that's about all I do. But as far as, like, taking supplements... For mental health, for mental health, um, I really don't. I I rely on my... Because I've tried... I I, I did go the natural path for a long time, and nothing really worked for me. I'm not saying it won't work for you. I'm just saying for me, and I always say try the the natural stuff first before you go to any type of um, psychotropic medication. Which is what I have to be on personally. That's what works for me. So I make sure I take my meds every single day, every single night, um, and I do take my vitamin C. But as far as um, supplements, that's about. I think that's about all I take. Um, so. I will get, I have a few more questions that I want to get to, and then we'll, and you can always call in again. The number is 866 472 5788. And I will be back with some more questions, and we'll talk more mental health. And then we're going to hear from Dr. Lawrence Rick and get an update on
1: coronavirus. I'll see. See you soon. My career as a professional boxer, I've knocked out many opponents in the ring. Now I need your help to knock out my toughest opponent yet, the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm on a personal mission to help people understand that with the right kind of support, individuals with mental health conditions can live productive lives. And that's why I serve as a board member for Step Up, a national nonprofit organization headquartered in Santa Monica, California, that is helping save the lives of young adults and others with serious mental health conditions across the country. Step Up also works to end homelessness for this group of individuals. I urge you to go to their website at www.stepuponsecond.org and get involved in the fight today. Together, you and I can knock out stigma once and for all.
0: We'd like to thank you for listening to In the Ring with Mia. When not on set, she's busy helping the less fortunate through the Mia St. John Foundation. And now, Mia could use your help more than ever by visiting her at her website, miastjohnfoundation.org and making a donation. You help create a safe place for those suffering from mental illness, homelessness, and addiction. So don't delay. Visit miastjohnfoundation.org today and help us make changes in the lives of those who need it the most.
3: Okay, so let me talk to you for a moment about my favorite cosmetic dentist, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin in Beverly Hills. Because anyone that knows me knows how important my teeth are, especially having boxed for over 20 years. Have you ever wondered how your favorite stars have such flawless smiles? Have you ever seen a star with a noticeably fake smile? The difference between the two is the cosmetic dentist they chose. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin has been a dentist to the stars in the heart of Beverly Hills for the past 30 years. His patients are the elite of all industries and have a discerning eye for quality so if you're looking for a hollywood smile makeover that looks so natural you can keep it a secret dr lawrence rifkin is the cosmetic dentist you should consult with his experience as a pioneer in smile makeovers along with him also being a professional sculptor has made him a leader in creating beautiful smiles as well as all your dental needs from the simplest to the most complex. Please don't wait and visit drlawrencerifkin.com or call
0: 310-273-0200. You're listening to In the Ring with Mia. To reach Mia St. John or her guest on today's show, call in with questions or comments to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Mia St. John blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back in the ring. And you're back
2: in the ring. I'm your host, Mia St. John. Thank you so much for joining me on May Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm so excited about the next couple of shows we have for you because we're just going to be talking all things mental health. Um, which to me there's just nothing more important in life is there is your mental health. I mean, you can have you can have all these physical or material items, right? And if you're not happy, then what does it all matter, you know? And I realized that somewhere in my career when I I felt like I had everything and uh, everything I could ever want. And and then my son got ill and um, I realized, like, None of this matters, like cars or houses or just whatever, like none of that stuff really matters. The only thing that matters is our health and our happiness. Um, And with that, I'd like to go into some of your concerns, Uh, a lot of questions that I get on social media. And like I said, I can't really answer every single one of them. Um, So I'm going to try to uh, take them on on the show and hopefully uh, you'll be listening or someone out there can relate. So my next question was anonymous from New York. Um, I've been drinking a lot more with the pandemic. Don't want to go over the line where I need an all-caps drink. What do I do? Um, Well, first of all, Um, I know that's been a problem uh, with the pandemic is um, a lot of people have been drinking. My God, I see people like walking around my neighborhood with open containers and it's just like a free for all. Everybody's uh, partying a lot more and I get it. You know, it's, there's boredom and lack of work and lack of socialization. So I completely get it. Um, but it's really important. I don't think people realize like how damaging alcohol can be. Uh, Number one, it's not going to solve anything um, if you're depressed or lonely or anxious. In fact, it's just going to make everything worse because what drinking does, what alcohol does is actually raise your anxiety levels and increases depression. I recommend that you do not uh, drink. But this particular person I was talking to um, on my social media uh, didn't really know if he was an alcoholic. And what I had to say was that if you, if alcohol is causing you problems, now there's people who could drink, say, every night for dinner, have a glass of wine, a couple glasses of wine, a margarita, whatever, and they're not an alcoholic. Um, They can easily give it up. And there's people that say, like this gentleman said to me, well, I I don't want to give it up. I can, but I don't want to. Now, that's tricky. That's a very tricky statement right there because we all think that we can give it up. We just don't want to because we like it. Um, Now, that's fine if it's not causing you any problems, Um, if it's not causing any depression or any anxiety or any fights with loved ones or even strangers, Um, or you're not getting in the car after having a few drinks, right? If it's not causing any problems, then that's fine, but what I say to that is then why would you be seeking out answers? Why would you even be questioning it or trying, wanting to give it up? There's something that is telling you inside that there's a problem, right? Um. Because I know with me, like, I'm not... I'm a very high-bottom drunk, right? Like, I... It doesn't take me much to get me uncomfortable. Um, because with one drink, I can become depressed or um, anxious. Um, and that's a problem, right? So, you could be someone that can drink 12 beers and say, Oh, I'm fine the next day. Um... But not for me. I can have one or two drinks and the next day I'm depressed and anxious. Okay. That's causing a problem. Not only that, but you put another drink into me, say I have three drinks, I can become an asshole. I mean, I I might start a fight with you, (laughs) right? That's just what it does to me. That's a problem. So, for me to say, well, I only had three glasses of wine tonight, um, so I don't think I'm an al- an alcoholic, but yeah, i become an asshole after the third drink of wine. Well, yeah, that's a problem, and, and that needs to stop, right? And if I have a problem doing that, or I just say, well, I just want to, no, that's not true. It's just what we're telling ourselves in our head. I, I just want to drink. No, you don't. Um. Then, because I, I was never like I'm not a drinker where where I throw up or I pass out, you know. So I I so I think well because I drink so little, you know, not nearly as much as everyone else. Then I don't have a problem, but that that's not that's not true. The the drinking caused me a lot of problems in my life. Um, I'm just fortunate that it takes very little <laughs> to cause problems, right? Uh, I look at it as I'm fortunate that I don't have to drink very much before I know. Like, you know, there's problems that are starting. So, uh, my answer to this question is if you're even questioning it, then you need to look deeper and really really see um, if you can quit drinking. And, and, and second of all, I mean, why do you need it? Like there's a really, I can't think of one positive thing to tell you about alcohol. Um, it, it's certainly not good for your health. And it's, oh my God, can I tell you this? When I quit drinking, do you know the pounds just start coming off? I mean, it's just crazy. It's like, I and you know what? I told, um, uh, my ex-boyfriend today on the phone that I would rather, I realized I'd rather be skinny than drunk, <laughs> which is just me. Like I, I just, I guess I'm just that vain. Like I'd rather be skinny and I'm so glad like I'm losing weight again, um, even though, like, you know, I never got fat, but I'm just, I, I just being a fighter for so many years, I'm so used to, like, just being in shape and having energy, and now I have all this energy, and, and you know, I can run faster, and just everything is just so much better without it. Like, you don't need it. Um, okay, let me take another question. Let's see. I have Alexa. Um, I have a family member struggling with addiction. What can I do? Um, first of all, you acknowledge that you're powerless over that person. Um, just like when I was in my addiction, like there was nothing that's going to make me stop. No one's going to make me stop unless I want to stop. So first you just acknowledge that you're powerless over that person. But can you help? Yes. Never, ever think you could feel like you're bugging a person because alexis said to me i don't want to i don't want to bug her or feel like i'm on top of her all the time that's okay because secretly even though i get so freaking annoyed with people like asking me and constantly questioning me about it i want you to i need you to because yes there's a there's The addiction part of me, the alcoholic in me, the monster, I call it, that says, get the fuck out of my way, get out of my face, get out of my business, and then there's the other side of me, my true self, my higher self, that says, I want help so badly. I want you to help me. I need you to be there for me. And... These two sides are constantly battling with each other. So, don't give up. No matter what you do, don't give up. Realize that you're powerless, but that you're going to... You can still be supportive, if that makes any sense, right? You're not going to force someone into rehab, but you can try and you could... I mean, you could support them and aid them, right? But you can't get down on yourself or get mad at yourself if you can't accomplish that because, or feel guilty because you're powerless over that person. But you you can try, you can be supportive and you can help, but then at some point, you have to let go and let them make that decision. But you can always still be supportive. I'm here when you need me And let me take. I have one more minute, so let me take my last question, and then we'll be back with Dr. Lawrence Rifkin for our update. So my last question is from Jim. I don't want it to, and and if I didn't get to your question, you guys, I'll do it next week. So just remind me. You could just send me a, a message or an email. My email is mia saint john blog at gmail dot com. It's it's on my social media, um, or you could just send me a direct message. But so I want to take one more question. This is Jim. I don't want to take medication or see a therapist for my problems. What do you suggest? So first of all, um, th- I know there's a stigma against. I'm pro medication. Okay. Um, I'm not pro a lot of medication, but, but if you need medication, like, uh, I, I know there's a that stigma with it. People don't want to admit I'm on medication. There's nothing wrong with medication. I look at it like, um, a diabetic who needs insulin, you know, or somebody with a heart problem or, um, cancer, you know, I mean, we need medications at certain times in our life, and it's perfectly okay. I admit myself, I'm on medication. Um, I'm on three different meds, in fact, and it works for me. And I'd rather live a happy, healthy life than a life in turmoil. So, I want to get rid of this stigma about medication and to see a therapist. I mean, we all need a therapist. I don't care how mentally healthy you are. Like A therapist is always you know, in need, in my opinion, you know, you always need someone to talk to and and there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. Um, so I'm sorry. Someone says, I don't want to take medication. I don't want to see a therapist. Um, I would say definitely seek help for your problems. If you feel that it's gotten to a point where you can no longer manage it yourself. Um, very important and like i said we got to take a break uh but like i said if i didn't get to your question i will get it get to it next week and we'll be right back so we got to hear from our sponsors
3: okay so let me talk to you for a moment about my favorite cosmetic dentist dr lawrence rifkin in beverly hills because anyone that knows me knows how important my teeth are especially having boxed for over 20 years Have you ever wondered how your favorite stars have such flawless smiles? Have you ever seen a star with a noticeably fake smile? The difference between the two is the cosmetic dentist they chose. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin has been a dentist to the stars in the heart of Beverly Hills for the past 30 years. His patients are the elite of all industries and have a discerning eye for quality. So if you're looking for a Hollywood smile makeover that looks so natural, you can keep it a secret... Dr. Lawrence Rifkin is the cosmetic dentist you should consult with. His experience as a pioneer in smile makeovers along with him also being a professional sculptor has made him a leader in creating beautiful smiles as well as all your dental needs from the simplest to the most complex. Please don't wait and visit DrLawrenceRifkin.com or call 310-273-0200.
0: We'd like to thank you for listening to In the Ring with Mia. When not on set, she's busy helping the less fortunate through the Mia St. John Foundation. And now, Mia could use your help more than ever by visiting her at her website, miastjohnfoundation.org and making a donation. You help create a safe place for those suffering from mental illness, homelessness, and addiction. So don't delay. Visit Stjohnfoundation.org today and help us make changes in the lives of those who need it the most. In my career as a professional boxer, I've knocked out
1: many opponents in the ring. Now I need your help to knock out my toughest opponent yet, the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm on a personal mission to help people understand that with the right kind of support, individuals with mental health conditions can live productive lives. And that's why I serve as a board member for Step Up, a national nonprofit organization headquartered in Santa Monica, California, that is helping save the lives of young adults and others with serious mental health conditions across the country. Step Up also works to end homelessness for this group of individuals. I urge you to go to their website at www.stepuponsecond.org and get involved in the fight today. Together, you and I can knock out stigma once and for all.
0: You are listening to In the Ring with Mia. To reach Mia St. John or her guest on today's show, call in with questions or comments to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Mia St. John blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back in the ring. Hello, welcome.
3: You're back in the ring. I'm your host, Mia St. John. And we
2: have our regular guest, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin, is with us, and he's going to give us the, the weekly update. Hello, Dr. Rifkin. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good
2: morning. I can hear you. Can you hear me?
4: I can hear you very well. I'm glad we uh, kind of got okay. past the technical difficulties. It happens. That's okay. Um, We've got a good well, about this, right?
2: I'm oh my god, I'm just I tell I my anxiety level was rising mm-hmm. and
0: no, but I'm no. still
2: you know, I'm not I'm not on you know, I'm on the cell phone now, so I'm not on my computer. So but anyway, like I said, we'll have this we'll have this all fixed by next week. And I hope you all can well, <laughs> oh, you got a responsibility
4: you care about your listeners I know I know I know what that's like yeah, well, the lectures I want I everything about, to go perfectly
2: luckily it was a per- the perfect episode for mental health because I tell you I was about mm-hmm. to have a panic attack
4: <laughs> uh, I know those things are hard to control those things are hard to control but you know what yeah. I want to tell the audience uh, I'm glad to be back and I want you to, I want to thank Mia. I want to thank you again for having this show continuing because I think it's so important. You know, I always follow success. I don't, I don't care what I learned when I learned to fly or some karate or tennis. I always found the best teacher and, and my teachers or mentors, you know, have always been so influential in my life and I'm so glad that I had a support system. So You know, if you, in order to be healthy, and I, and I've kind of put this together because I think about this, you know, I put together this little acronym of MDSH, and that's really mental, dental, and systemic health because they're all linked together. And you, in order to have all of this health, you have to have energy. Where's that most basic source of your energy? It's, it's like what you epitomize. You're a fighter, so you, so I follow success because you never give up. Even when things are down and you've been challenged, and I get it, and we've all been challenged in our own ways, but, you know, your audience should know, especially because you've got this show, even if you've never met Mia in person, you know, you and you, you the audience and me, you we're never alone. We always have somebody, some resource that we can go to. And this is where our energy can be drawn from to start. It's your belief system that things can get better, and there's so much evidence that they always can be better. It's never hopeless. It's never hopeless. So whether it's your spirituality, your belief system, or your support system like me or anybody else, your family, friends, you know, never give up. There's always a way to get through this. And we'll get through this pandemic. This is just a a moment in time and it's not comfortable for sure, but it's not hopeless. That's, that's for sure. Right. That's,
2: that's such a good point is to never give up. Never, no matter what. We just, Mm -hmm. we keep, we keep, Keep, we keep on keeping on, you know, mm-hmm. as the old saying goes. So what's our update? What's the weekly scoop? What's going on? Are we open yet?
4: Well, you know, the uh, restrictions are being lifted, you know, uh, socially. Uh, there's still this distancing. They're, they're opening up. They want people to get back out because I think we're going a little bit cabin fever, stir-crazy you know, okay. when is this thing going to be over? If there is, it's, it's a never over. You know, we're always going to be challenged with, with some flu, some disease, some virus, and that's, that's just nature. I'm, I'm sorry. We all have to kind of suck it up and, and believe in that. So uh, we are opening up, but, but as we do this, as you said, people are so we, – we overcompensate. And so don't be irresponsible. Get out there. Get fresh air. Get exercise. And really, that's so important to build our immune system because we don't have a vaccine yet. And we can't stay inside forever. So everything that we can do to improve our... Absolutely. Yeah, they're all linked together. There's no difference between mental or systemic health. And and part of that is, quote, dental health. I know that's, that's my little focus, but it's mental, dental, systemic. It's all of that together. And get out, get some exercise. And like you were saying, your caller But what about vitamins? Yes, take vitamins. Take the proper vitamins. You know, know about nutrition. It's not just vitamins. Uh, you know, try to battle your demons and, and not drink if you're alcoholic. Uh, don't forget about, you know, hand washing in today's world. We just don't know enough uh, about the science. We're probably going to be transferring this virus around. Our immune systems are our final frontline battlefield. We can't depend upon science today. You know, we're we're learning, we're growing, we're getting vaccines, we're getting treatments, we're trying to figure this out. But when it comes down to it, you got to take care of yourself. That's mentally, never give up. Two, take care of your immune system. Three, mentally get exercise, interact with people. We're not alone. Okay, but do, don't get complacent. Please, please, please follow guidelines as we get out, as we interact, as we go into stores and restaurants. Hopefully, there'll be a sense of normalcy uh, as soon as possible. But, you know, it's never going to be 100% normal. We are learning that when we are living in a civilization where we're interacting so closely, and as obviously we look at some of the cities that have been the, the prime targets for this high incidence of the coronavirus Obviously places like New York, uh, high population density, lack of hygiene, whether it's personal or community, these are things that are obviously mm-hmm. transmitting the diseases more rapidly. So we really still be cautious, you know, don't be foolish. I know I, you go out, I go out and run, I can go to the store, I just wash my hands, I wear my mask, I keep enough distance until right. we got this, this thing figured out. So, uh, right. but yes, we're opening. Uh, dentistry and medicine is being very cautious about opening uh, because we are even more interactive with people that more often could be sick, might be sick, might carry the virus. Uh, so we have to use a lot more precaution, uh, even though we've always done, especially in dentistry. and you know, I've talked about this in the last shows. We've always had really good uh, or sanitization, sterilization techniques in dentistry and medicine. But you know we're we're doing the extra steps that we think can be more enhancing uh, to keep it as safe or safer than it's always always been. So um, mental health. And I want to talk about mental health in, in the in the dental and medical community. You want to
2: talk about that a little bit? Well, I I would, and we'll have to save that for the next episode because I only have about right. one minute left. But Ooh. I know that mm-hmm. I can tell you I'm so excited so I'm so anal about my teeth, but I'm so excited to get mm. back to my appointment, appointments and get my teeth cleaned. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that.
4: Well, the, you're going to be able to get treatment and everybody else is. You're just going to be at a slower pace and a more cautious pace and a, with a little bit more entry, uh, introductory questioning and, and screening. That's all. But we're going to take care of people we need to take care of ourselves mentally and dentally and health-wise. So I don't want to take up too much time. Where does the time go? Geez.
2: I know. I know. Well, we spent the first segment in technical difficulties, so... but. We'll get it all fixed, and we'll be back next week, and we'll have you back on, and and we'll get to talk all more right. about mental health and our teeth, because I can Good. certainly talk talk your ears off about that one. <laughs> uh, Dr. Brush Ripken, your where teeth, does you get a teeth hold and of you? Uh,
4: and call me in my office.
2: Uh, go ahead. Give them the number. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, uh, telephone number is 310-273-0200. My website is com. My Instagram is drlawrencerifkin, DDS. So you can look me up. You okay. can get virtual consultations, and I look forward to helping you out in any way that I can.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much, and goodbye you to all my welcome. listeners. Until next week, remember, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Love
0: you all. Thank you for tuning in to In the Ring with Mia. Be sure to join host Mia St. John for the next show on Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern time and 7 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, you are one of the most important people in the world.